You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 381 for April 28th, 2022. This week, we talk about leaving parties, shaving, board games, orange juice in cereal, IV fluids, and Olive Garden memories. So stick around for the the show. show. One, two, three, clap. I get to hear Joe in crystal clear audio quality today because we're calling via the information superhighway. A lovely little program called Google Meets. The Google Meets. I've set up a private room, a private... We should have turned on our... Well, never mind. I was going to say our webcams. No. No. I haven't shaved in two days. And it's... I look... Well, it's... Mr. Scruff. It looks like... Well, it's not good scruff. It's not like manicured scruff. I look disheveled. Mm, Yes. Um, I, I just look... I decided... So... You don't have to deal with this. When? How often do you shave? Once every month? No. Like, the older I get, the more facial hair I get. I feel like that I, I still don't have to shave every day. But, like, I don't know. I, I get stubble probably in three days. It's, like, showing. And I, I got to shave it. So oh. probably once every two, once every three days I have to shave. You're catching up. I do I every know. other day. And I plan it to, like, I don't want to shave on, like, this week, it was, I was supposed to shave today, but mm-hmm. no one was going to see me. I don't have to stream, and I don't want to have to shave on Saturday. So I was like, we'll, we'll do two today. I'll mm-hmm. hide in, in the apartment, shave tomorrow, not shave Saturday. It's a right. whole fucking thing. If I shave two days in a row, though, it's fucking over for my skin. Because really? I get that blade, and I dig out the hairs. Oh, you're just digging in, girl. You're just digging in. I'm taking off like four layers, four to 18 layers of epidermis. Like I do not want, if I'm shaving, it's going to be shaved. Right. You know, so I can't shave two days in a row. I shave against the grain. It's really bad. And just a lot of things, you know, I just have, you Sam, I have a lot going on. Okay. You have a lot going on. Well, the thing that people don't realize is that shaving is a form of exfoliation. It's a physical exfoliant. So you're taking off skin when you shave. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> also, you you it's you shave good. against you shave against the grain. You shave against the the. Okay, so here's the I sh- I have several different devices I use for shaving. I have an electric razor, a foil, not the ones with the circles, the ones with just like the you know the other kind. Um, that I do the mustachio re- region, mustache, interesting um, under nose. Because mm-hmm. that area is very sensitive. That skin is very sensitive. And Your then I do like a a first pass over everything with that. And then I shave it with um a like a two blade mm-hmm. after that. And it's fine. I, do, I, I don't I try not to shave with a regular blade underneath my nose because that's so sensitive. Interesting. Oh, you're just so sensitive. You know, I know. And my skin just looks so amazing. It's just really hard. <laughs> I love like, I, you I know? love when I get razor burn and it looks like that I, you know, just developed a shit ton of acne in the past 24 hours. That really makes me feel. Oh, good. my God. Yeah. And the hair on my neck, there isn't a a with the grain. Yeah. It's same with me. Every fucking direction. There's no with the grain. I know at it's allegedly at some point it's it goes down and then it starts going up kind of near the Adam's apple. But that's not really the T. That's no. not that's not the move. The hair any direction at once. It it can even grow directly into my jugular if it wanted to and just kill me. Probably just take you out, girl. Take you just out. Grow inward and kill me. Yeah, I my, hate shaving. My neck beard is is the worst. I I hate shaving it. I go over it like three times, and it's still stubbly. And I'm just like, you know what? I give up. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna cut yeah. myself. Like continue doing, doing this. I hate that we are, and it's a real thing. The hair starts migrating off your head and onto your face and neck. And yeah, that mostly is... my neck. Like get stop. <laughs> get out of here. See this? That's no, you don't. No, That's int- oh I would God. rather have hairy neck than hairy face i mean yeah i understand that it's just such a pain in the ass like and the thing is I, it would be different if i felt like that i looked good with facial hair but i oh, don't yeah. like i wish totally. i did i wish i didn't have a baby face maybe if i like you know 
start taking care of my body and lose some weight and gain some muscle and I, you know, turn into a, you know, some sort of bodybuilder or something maybe then it'll work but it's just like how i i feel like i was i was born with a baby face i still have that baby face and i'm continuing to perpetuate the baby face by actually taking care of my skin so maybe i'm my own worst enemy here maybe i need to like tan my face and turn it into leather and then maybe it would actually look good with facial hair is that the solution here well as someone who's seen your skin very leathery um Mm. I don't you think, think I've it gone helps far enough? the baby face. You just look like a leathery baby. <laughs> you just look like that baby that came right off the grill. Do you right. know what I, I mean? I, I look like a, I look like a very... Straight out of the tanning bed. Right. I look like a very young handbag. That's what I look like. I think that's what's missing in childcare is tanning booths. <laughs> I feel like, you know those... Uh, <laughs> What is it when like when babies are are premature and they put them under those like those blue lights to help with their like Billy Rubin levels or whatever? The fucking the fucking heat lamps at KFC to keep the chicken warm. Yeah, Yeah, they put the babies under that. They just replace those with yeah with hot plates or tanning beds Uh, on a hot plate under the fucking KFC macaroni and cheese light. (laughs) Oh my god, babies! (laughs) They're not done yet. They're still cooking. God. I don't so, know anything about babies. Well, th- th- that's the thing is I'm so glad that gay people aren't allowed to have children because I just I wouldn't I would not be a good dad. I'm glad it's illegal. Yeah, I agree. It's the law. <laughs> and that's I, I, the law. I, I agree that you would be a horrible dad. <laughs> you agree I that it too. should be you that you agree that it should be illegal that I specifically can't have children. And I would also vote for that. I just think that it would turn very mommy's. Well, Mommy dearest, maybe not with you. I'm trying to imagine you as a dad. You can't. With me, Mommy dearest. Oh, what, yeah. It would be just, I mean, you know, just like my family growing up. All smiles in front of the camera. Mental anguish. But no, I'm kidding. That's not true. Um, <laughs> but it would be. The baby that you would have would be that, like, the infant version of Voldemort in the last Harry Potter movie that they see underneath the, like, bench or whatever. That's your baby. Fucking left that baby at the train in heaven. What the fuck was that? I, the way that I blocked out, like, all of the Harry Potter movies. Like, I mean, just do not. I was trying to remember the names of all the books. So you've got Philosopher's Stone slash Sorcerer's Stone. You've got um, Chamber of Secrets. Prisoner mm-hmm. of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire, and, yes. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell you the last ones. Um, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the, the Phoenix, fifth. okay. Um, is the... The sixth one? No Half-Blood idea. Prince? I thought that was the last one. Oh, no. are there only six? No, there's seven, because the last one is Deathly Hallows. Oh, I, I honestly, I I think that that um the the baby Voldemort left at the train station is probably some allegory for hating trans people. So like I I'm just gonna assume that and move on. Yeah, I'm just I I don't. It's one of those things where like I don't want to reread the books ever. I have them. I feel like everyone has from my them. child. You're right. Just from our childhood. Like mm-hmm. I have them from the release dates. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Yeah, you just kind of feel burdened with them as an adult. Like, right. I don't want to get rid of them because they're like first editions and maybe they'll be worth something. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, or also, like, I don't want other people to have to buy them. So, like, if anyone in my life ever wants to read them, they can borrow mine because I don't want to give more money towards that. There you go. That's a good excuse. So, But they feel like they're yeah. cursed in your home. I feel that. If each one's a horcrux. Mm-hmm. Very that. See, instead Poor of that, I energy. I have were you were you too old to be into sorry, I'm calling you old. Um, I don't were care. You, I'm were you I'm 34 and I look like this. You can call me whatever you want. Yeah, you look younger than me. Um we, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, were you of the age that you were into the series of unfortunate events books? Okay, so I tried to get into them. I was like, I'm pretty sure the right age to get into those. Mm-hmm. Um I tried and I tried to see the movies with Jim Carrey, but I oh, no. I could not get into them. I couldn't get into any of it. Mm, mm-hmm. It wasn't a world for me. It wasn't the world for me, Sam. A- apparently, it, it was the world for me, at least for like three fourths of the way through. And then I kind of grew, grew out of it, I think. But I don't know. The movie. Well, we you don't were talk into that. And 
You were like there were the popular things and then there were the things you were into. Like, like Yu-Gi-Oh. Also, well, yes, I was just about to say that. You were <laughs> into me. like the also <laughs> the also popular things, but mm-hmm. like the worst popular things. Yu-Gi-Oh and a series of unfortunate events. Listen, at least I didn't go deep enough where I was into like Magic the Gathering in middle school and I was like beat up for it. I was beat up because I was gay, at least. I wasn't beat up, you know, for being in a Magic the Gathering. You know, you got to pick Magic and the battles. Gathering cards. Go for like thousands. The thing they is, they were on Antiques Roadshow. Magic the Gathering cards, crazy on Antiques Roadshow, going for like ba- a bajillion, Sam. Right, a bajillion. Well, the, the thing is, I wish I got into Magic the Gathering instead of Yu-Gi-Oh, because like people still play Magic. There's a huge Magic community. My creepy neighbor played Magic the Gathering, and he tried to teach it with, to me, but I was too stupid to learn it. And so, like, I, I would have been able to, like, continue that passion into adulthood. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! died, and I died with it. So, you know, maybe I should choose something more popular next time. It's hard because, like, there are um, card games I want to get into as an adult. But at this point, like, even even Pokemon. Pokemon's a little easier to get into because there's, like, kind of certain cards you can and can't play, I think, at any mm-hmm. given time. But... Other card games, you're allowed to use everything that's existed in the past 20 years. Yeah. And there are thousands of cards. Yeah, and it's, it's like just, a huge it's become, thing. It's just become very not accessible to get into, you know? Right. So. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm playing Crazy I Eights. I check out. I'm playing Crazy Eights with my grandma. I'm playing Old Maid. I'm playing. Oh, oh my God. do you know what I've been doing? So what? I've been trying to slow it down. I've been trying to slow it down. Life, Wait, you, you've been going is. too fast? Um, yes. <laughs> Have you been going too slow? No, I mean, I've just been, you know, I, I, I've, been, I've been watching you and I thought that you were, you know, you needed a little pep in your step. I didn't realize that you were going top speed. No, I looked around the other day and I said, and I whispered to myself, I said, this is the happiest I'll ever be. Oh, she's spiraling again. Your and I honor? said, I can't, Your honor. I said, I can't lose any of this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I find a new hobby to get obsessed with to distract me from my life. I gotta life. grasp it. Mm-hmm. So I started playing um, Pyramid Solitaire with actual cards because it's a Wait. one-player game. Wait, what the fuck is... I've only heard of Solitaire and Spider Solitaire. What the fuck is Pyramid Solitaire? Is that like where you sell Tupperware to your friends? No, I don't... That's that's an MLM. Oh. What you're talking about is an MLM. Well, aren't you... Isn't this MLM the card game? No, it's just you put you put up the cards in a pyramid shape and they have to add certain amounts. Oh, that it's sounds like math. Just, I can't do it's that. It's solitaire. It's just another way to play solitaire, okay. I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's fun, I guess. Well, so here's a question for you. You you grew up in, you know, the religious south, which means that you weren't allowed to have television or video games or look at people directly in the eye. So, I'm assuming <laughs> You know, okay. you had to wear the 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 hats that they wear in The Handmaid's Tale where you can only look straight forward. You can't look around you. That's how I imagine sure. that that Arkansas was in like the early aughts. Anyway, were you a family that played card games together? Like 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 with a regular deck of cards? Like, were you into that no. at all? My Is parents too, too were too boring? busy. They they no, mm. they didn't spend any time with me. They set oh. me down. That's why we had the video games and the TV. Mm-hmm. To distract I mean, you while the parents were at work. That That's like not true at all. They spent plenty <laughs> of time with us. We did lots of amazing things, but we were not a board game family. We mm. did not play board games together. Mm. We never played cards. And it's upsetting because like as an adult, I really like to play board games, but I don't have anyone to play them with. Justin doesn't oh. like board games. Uh, Time for a divorce. It's over. I know. We, he won't play board games. He won't play cards. And he, he won't divorce Splatoon. you. Splatoon 2, 24-7. Well, I mean, that was you like three years ago. Was it not? <laughs> That's me with Elder Scrolls Online. I mean, it's <laughs> not a big deal. You both it's have not obsessions. Even I get they're, just not, they're just not the same obsession. Well, when Splatoon 3 comes out, we'll probably play it together a lot. I just have I kind of got over Splatoon 2. I love the game, but I'm, I got tired of it. Um... Anyway, what interesting are we talking that you're. About? Did you want... Oh, go on. Oh, I was just, I was just saying that it's, it's interesting to me that your family wasn't a board game family because, like, I just imagine all like religious families growing up, like the only fun thing they knew how to do was either read the Bible out loud or play like Yahtzee. 
Or maybe that was like too defamatory or something. Maybe Yahtzee's the devil's game. I don't know. No, like that Seventh Heaven bullshit that you see on Seventh Heaven and shit. Seventh Heaven. That is not how Christian families are. Do you mean mm. to tell you about how Christian families are? Christian yes, families spill are, the tea, sweetie. Are at church. Yes, we love each other. Blah, blah, blah. Go home. Never talk to each other. Yell at each other. This is not my experience. Like, my family was fine because we weren't, like, they didn't force this religious stuff necessarily you were fake, on us. You were fake Christians. We were, um, no. Anyway. Um, I don't know what the fuck we were, but it was like, I don't know. You still go through your angsty teen phase. You still don't want to talk to your parents. You know, they're, if someone's too happy out in public, they're probably not very happy behind the scenes. Yeah. They're putting on airs. Yeah. Just be sad in public. Right. And be happy at home. Nothing turns me on more than seeing a a grown man cry in public. (laughs) Rock hard. I think crying's fine. Crying in public's fine. I'm fine with that. I just um, think that crying in public is a little bit. Um, it's uh, you're not you're not aware of your surroundings. You're it's it's rude to me. Go cry alone. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, interesting. Where um, do these thoughts come from? Therapy. I I I was asking originally. <laughs> do you think therapy? I was asking originally because we weren't really a board game family growing up until my sister and I were well into adulthood. And we, you know, we go on like family, um, you know, vacations because we're a weird family that likes to hang out together. And now as adults, like my mom and dad and my aunt and uncle and my sister and I and and my sister's fiance, we all like playing like card games and board games together. And we just like drink and play games. And it's super fun. But that's nothing. It feels like something that we we would have been into when we were kids but no like it's something that we had, we developed as adults like as an adult game thing to do well i think here's the thing here's the thing kids are fucking unbearable to play board games with probably are, that make, that makes sense they they either cheat don't understand the rules get disinterested and want to go on their ipads like fucking ipads kids it these is days not it's not like you just know, like when I'm playing a board game, I'm in it. I'm inside the game. I want to play it and I want everyone paying attention. I'm the person Same. at the party. Like our friend had a board game party where everyone sat around for like two hours, not doing just talking. And I'm sitting there like, when are the fucking board games going to start? I thought this was an actual board game party. Right. Like everyone's I'm in chatting. the corner reading all the instructions, waiting for it, the fun to start. Like right. I didn't come here to have conversations. I'm came here to win. No, I'm I am the same way. I don't know why. I because it just anno- it annoys me when like we when when we're we gather to do a specific thing and then we're not doing it. It's like that's why I came here because I expected that we were going to do this thing. Otherwise, I wouldn't have come. So we need to be doing this yeah. thing, or else I'm going to leave. <laughs> we need to do the thing. I As I'm the- getting older too. I I went to a Halloween party in the past. So it was pre-COVID. Mm. And it wasn't really my vibe. So I just left. Oh, I love that energy. And not even that. But like to figure out if I wanted to leave, I was just like, I'm going to go stand in the hallway for a while alone. And I might leave too. <laughs> so if you don't see me again, it means I'm gone. Yeah. And so was I just a- went out in the hallway and I was like, do I want to be here? And then I was like, no. So I left. See, that's you taking control of your life. Was it like an Irish goodbye sort of situation where you just kind of snuck out? I love that. No, I've never heard that. No, I didn't even sneak out. I was just like, I'm going to go stand in the hallway. I just need to stand in the hallway for a little while. And right. you may or may not ever see me again. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, just the move. This is from from abcnews.go.com. The Irish goodbye is a slang phrase rumored to have originated in the Northeast. An Irish goodvi- goodbye refers to a person ducking out of a party, social gathering, or very bad date without bidding farewell. This is my MO. This is what my goal is to do at any sort of social situation that I don't want to be at. I want to disappear without anyone noticing me. (laughs) And you can't. Let me tell you, you can. Just Uh, It's a skill. Just walk away. Right. It's a a skill that you need to develop. If you're like, I don't want to brag, 
and very oh, here charming we go. and fun. Who told I'm you just, that? Who lied everybody. to you? Everybody. Who lied to you, I sweetie? I am so good at conversating, conversing with mm-hmm. people when I want, when I feel like it. Same. When I don't feel like it, I don't even participate. Right. It's either I'm on or, or you're I'm off. Completely off. There's I no totally like, feel that. There's no casual engagement. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I was going with it though. You just need oh, to admit that. Just leave. Just you leave. just leave. And oh no, here's where I was going with it. When you're so like likable and everyone likes you already, they they know not to get offended because you've let them know ahead of time who you right. are. You're like I can I could just disappear. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just the move. I could just disappear at any moment, and they know that about you. It's expected almost. Right. That's nice when like when when the people that you're around allows you to just Irish goodbye and not take offense to it. Like that's that's the best part of that situation is when you know everyone it's an it's an it's an understood sort of thing that like okay like someone might 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 skadoodle and not say goodbye but that doesn't mean anything it just means that they're having a mental crisis and they need to go casual yeah just keep everyone's expectations low let them know that they can never rely on you and you just feel really free Mm -hmm. it's free not to have anything expected of you you know you'll never have close friends Mm -hmm. But you'll be fine. (laughs) I can't wait for your memoir. (laughs) I never had close friends, but I was was fine. fine. (laughs) Also, never mind. I have some articles. I have something I want to talk to you about. Oh, okay. Are we are we airing out grievances on the podcast again? I want to talk about how you hate me. Oh, uh, that's not an article yet. That's like after we have our falling out in a few years and I have like a Netflix special and you don't. Uh, that's accurate. But also, like, I mean, I'm counting down to the days where we have a falling out. I'll, anyways. What is it? I can't even imagine what we would fall out over. I don't know. I literally can't. I'm just drawing a blank. I just like, I I know. I'm trying to think and I'm like, <laughs> I don't think you could piss me off. Right. Our relationship anyway. dynamic is so casual where it's like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't expect anything of you, and I don't think you expect anything of me. No. <laughs> we're, we're both just doing the bare minimum, and that's what we expect but of each like other, and that's way. how it is. Yeah. But like in a good, in a, in a fun way. You yeah, know? It, in a way where it's just like, it's the least amount of stress. We're just trying to like, not stress each other out. Yeah. I love that. Okay, let me tell you about this cereal. I know we talked about cereal recently. Is this, okay, um, bef- sorry, I'm already going to interrupt you because I'm stupid and rude. Um, I yeah. keep getting fucking stupid Instagram ads about like healthy cereal, but it's like healthy cereal that's like that looks that's disguising as unhealthy cereal. Anyway, what? Like never mind. Fake cocoa puffs. Yeah, it's like it's cereal that looks like fruity pebbles or like Fruit Loops or whatever, but they say that it's healthy, and it's like, what? I don't want this. I'm not eating cereal to be healthy. Why do you there think that's a reasons. thing that I'm doing? Two reasons to eat cereal. Sugar or to make you shit. There's no wait, other reasons. Wait, cereal makes you poop? Have you ever eaten? This is a mistake that I made in West Virginia. West Virginia. The, the Raisin Bran. I hadn't had Raisin Bran maybe only once in my life. It's like kind of all we had. We were out in the cabin. And so I ate so much Raisin Bran. Just fart poop city. Because of wow. all of the... The bran, all of the too, fiber in it. Too much bran, girl. Too much bran. Like, I'm already regular, so that made me, like, Irregular. on the go. Yeah. Mm. No, I haven't. I, You know, surprisingly, Joe, I haven't eaten so much raisin bran that it's given me digestive problems. Well, you know, you know me. When I eat a food, I eat it till it becomes a problem. We love, we love an ob- obsession. We love a... We the love fish a, and milk, yogurt. Mm-hmm. A food fixation. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, this is not that. This is, have you seen the new cereal coming from Tropicana? Tropicana, the orange juice. Oh, brand. is this the cereal that they specifically made to have with orange juice? Yes, it's called Tropicana Crunch. It's made for, yeah, orange juice to be poured on it instead of milk. Okay, and you gotta explain this just to me. in time for National Orange Juice Day, which is May 4th. What I 
There's a National Orange Juice Day. There's a national every fake holiday. Okay. <sighs> they have, they're like National Pancake Day. You know, shit like that. But, okay. So there was a poll done back in, what is this, 2015? And it said, it found out, it was a survey from Kellogg's, that one-fifth of Americans are already, they were already putting orange juice instead of milk in their cereal. Mm-hmm. This has apparently been a thing. So Tropicana is just like, all right, we're going to make, because obviously they're not going to make a milk cereal. They produce orange juice. They're like, we're going to make an orange juice cereal. So it's a honey almond cereal that's supposed to pair well with orange juice. Interesting. It's, um, I think it's limited edition. They wrote a poem about orange juice. It doesn't, it's not a good poem. Um, well, I mean, a poem about orange juice, I'm not expecting it to be good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You got mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it is launching on May 4th. You can snag a box on the Tropicana Crunch website. Um, and this actually reminded me of, okay, if you're Twitch chat, someone in my Twitch chat, several people actually, I'm pointing the finger at, this mm-hmm. is the... It's a thing, a known thing to mix orange juice with espresso. What? I swear we talked about this. Hold on. Orange juice. It's espresso or coffee or. Yes. So you pour like the orange juice maybe on the bottom and the espresso on the top and they're like separated Mm -hmm. and you like drink it. You drink it. I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm against it. Well, also there's there's like um. What is it? Espresso martinis? I like that's a thing. And it's like coffee with liquor. And it's like, I don't. Maybe well, I'm just not. Maybe I'm there not is developed like, enough. There's milky alcohol, you know, that would be. And there's like coffee mm-hmm. alcohol. Right. There's coffee but liqueur. But I, w- I wouldn't want it like with. I wouldn't want like coffee and vodka. Ugh. I don't but know like, what's in a martini. I don't do coffee, that. Coffee and orange juice, like those flavors are just like so incredibly different. I feel like that. Ugh. Let me tell you, it's supposed to be a mix of the bitterness of espresso with the citrusy of the orange juice. It's supposed to be, it's a whole ass healthy breakfast in a cup. Okay. I, I, I haven't wouldn't. experienced it myself. I don't want to experience it. Mm. But it's definitely a thing. So that's what this reminded me of. I just well, don't want, I don't believe in soggy foods. And the mm. only things that I believe can make a food soggy is maybe milk mm-hmm. in cereal. Yep, that goes soggy I don't know real how fast. I'd feel about, yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about like soggy, like that's like chunky orange juice. Oh yeah, like like orange juice with, with way too much pulp in it. But I guess I'm drinking like chunky milk. Ugh. Ugh. The soaked up cereal. Right. I'm mm, crunching on that milk. milk. Yikes. But I do oat milk. That's true because you're you're health conscious. I don't know about this. Uh, Not even or, that. I'm just scared or, of cows. I mean, understandable. They are large. Um I I don't I don't I don't get this orange juice inside of the cereal sort of it just sounds like a lot to me. But also like I mean the concept of cereal in general, when you think about it from like a wide perspective, is odd. In just in general, just the yeah, putting pouring a bunch of milk on something and then eating it with a spoon. I don't know, it just doesn't make much sense. Um, yeah, but, but it's. I, I think every food can be broken down. Like what's pasta? We decided to mix some eggs with flour, stretch it out, and then slop some tomato juice on it. You know what I mean? True. Yep. True. You so can break like, down anything. Is, you're right. Is Spaghetti cereal? Apparently, cereal doesn't just have to be with milk. It can be with a variety of liquids. So what is spaghetti? That cereal now? Because that cereal, that's a, it's a, it can be, um, I guess there's grain. It doesn't, but cereal doesn't have to be grains. Right. It's a, it's a product, a dried product that is, you pour a liquidy substance over. This is getting existential to the point where, like, I'm about to ask, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I, I hate that argument. I hate Almost that. as much as I hate this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this cereal... I just think that everything's whatever you call it. So uh, it looks like that this cereal isn't, isn't going to be available. Like, you have to special order it online, right? They aren't going to have this, like, they aren't mass producing this to put so. this in stores. 
It's one of those gimmicks that they yeah. always do. Like I think I think they're doing like KFC chicken bouquets for Mother's Day or something. It's I like, feel like they've done that in the past. I feel like that's something they're bringing. Maybe back. they have. It might be an old article, but yeah, it's just always like like a KFC Xbox or whatever that thing was a Pepsi. Oh, oh yeah, a Budweiser's. You know, whatever. So it sounds gimmicky to get you. It seems like it almost is reminding you that oh yeah, orange juice exists. Because mm-hmm. I don't drink orange. Do you? Are you an orange juice person? You know, I go in. It fluctuates. Sometimes I'm really into into orange juice, and sometimes I'm not. But like the orange juice, like that I drink, it has to be low pulp. Like I can't do. I can't do a really thick, viscous, pulpy orange juice. It's like if I wanted to eat an orange with pulp, I'd eat an orange. I'm. It's ugh. Really, like I don't mind a little pulp. Like remind okay. me that it's it's actually orange juice. But like my dad buys the orange juice with extra pulp, and it is revolting. Just run it through one of those little sieves. That requires effort. <laughs> I don't have any of that. I'm okay with pulp. Um, I like it to feel like. Do you know what flocking is? Is that sexual? Was that when you rub two dicks no. together? That's like those little Animal Crossing figurines that feel velvety, fuzzy. That sounds sexual. No. You know, it's like when things, it's like a plastic toy made into like velvety. Hold on, flocking? It could be. Yeah, no, it's like, it's like when something's made like fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. I want my teeth, I want my teeth to feel like that from the pulp. Well, just don't brush your teeth for a day and you'll have sweaters on your teeth. I hate that so much. Mm-hmm. Don't you just hate it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, are you going to buy the cereal? Or are you going to stick no, to your raisin bran? I don't eat... I, I eat rice checks, you know? I love you and being I, the most boring person on the planet. I put about two cups of sugar on them, too, though. We talked about this, and you and just because internally you think it's healthier, when in actuality it, it's not. Well, it needs to look like... Like a snowy village, you mm, know, like a snow globe. Pour anything on it, and yeah, mm-hmm. it needs to look like like a winter scene, gingerbread house or something. I need to see that sugar. Um, well, I I think that this cereal sounds disgusting, but if anyone tries it, please let me know. If you're going to take the time and energy to special order this OJ cereal, I want to know the reviews because I sure as shit. I feel like this it. is a. This is a rich people game. I feel like all of these like like goofy products, like I just think of rich influencers buying them just to test them. Well, that's, that's what that's, I think that's for. That's the same thing with all the Instagram ads that I keep getting for. Essentially, it's it's specialties. You special order the cereal and it comes to you in the mail. And it's like, I don't have time for that. I'm not going to pay, you know, four times the price of Cheerios to order this special cereal that looks like Fruit Loops but probably tastes like cardboard because it's, quote, healthier. It's like, how about instead of eating cereal for breakfast, you eat something that isn't dessert for breakfast if you want to eat something that's more healthy? I don't know. That's an idea. Maybe it'll save you some money. I love Pop-Tarts. Oh, me too. But it's like, but I know I'm, I know I'm eating dessert for breakfast. I'm not, like, kidding myself. I'm not trying to convince myself otherwise. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm destroying my body, and it's my choice to make. <laughs> my body, my choice. <laughs> my body, my choice. God. I'm going to eat these fucking... God, what do I like? They're the uh, Frosted Mini Wheats, girl. Oh, Justin, Frosted Mini Wheats are so... It feels like you're biting into a small, dry brick of hay. I love it. It reminds me of the country. And the frosting doesn't even... Now, I do like the... um. The oat squares from Quakers. I love those too. They're slightly sweet. Those are good. Yeah, I like those. I can't deal with the with the frosted mini wheats though. I love a cocoa puff. I haven't had them in years. I don't know. Cereals are we. It is a weird thing. It's a weird like cultural thing too. Yeah, it's very American. We just don't buy it much as adults. Like the only cereal that I buy is like Honey Nut Cheerios or something. I don't know. Or frosted mini wheats. Yeah. Like I'm not buying like sugary. Maybe that means that I'm an adult. But I feel like if I was an adult, I wouldn't like be eating actual. Like I didn't have cereal this morning. I had a I had a bagel and coffee. A bagel. A bagel. Oh, I got a bagel. 
Oh my God, I made the mistake. I think I'm dehydrated today and I'm like on the verge of passing out. That's another thing. <laughs> That's but you every day. I have to make sure I eat before I take a shower or else I get too weak. You know, maybe you need to hire some in-home health. Maybe you need to go to the nursing home because it sounds like the atrophy is getting to you. I think I just haven't. I've just been so dehydrated the last few days and then because I've just been so busy. And then I... I woke up today and I was like, oh, I guess I'll take a shower early. And I was like, nope, this is a mistake. I'm, I roasted myself in there. Mm. I boiled myself. This, this makes me think, like, don't you wish that you were rich and stupid enough where you have the ability to like, like a bunch of these influencers do this all the time. And I recently saw it again with all these people going to Coachella. All these rich influencers go to Coachella. They get absolutely fucked up on drugs and alcohol and they come home. And instead of actually going through the process of being hungover, they hire nurses to come in to give them IV fluids to recuperate. Oh, yeah. That's like when people go on tour. Between Sounds like shows, amazing they fluid IVs. They do have those places for rich people. There's yeah. one in DC. You can get like IVs of like vitamins, like bullshit. Like you just go in. You might probably have to have an appointment. It's like not a doctor's office. It's just run. Yeah, it's just whoever. like a little clinic, whatever. And they people can give you IVs. You up, and they're and they're like special. It's like you're looking at a list of teas. It's like oh, this one will. This is the sunshine tea. It you know helps. Perk you up in the morning. This is a, right. a mellow one. You know, it's wild. I wish I could do that because like, and they they give you like vitamin B shots and shit yeah. to like people on tour. I want that shit. I wish I was I lazy enough. I don't have enough. any energy. Right. I wish I was lazy enough where I could just like drive to a clinic and hire someone to give me an IV instead of like, I don't know, drinking a cup of water and taking free ibuprofen and waiting for that, that to kick in. Like, I wish I could just I lay hate. there. I hate drinking water. It <laughs> well, just apparently... seems like the most inefficient way. Because <laughs> when you when you get water, like, why not just put liquid straight into my veins, like in an IV? Because otherwise, right. it's got to go to my stomach. My stomach can only hold so much. It's got to go through all of these organs and stuff, filter out, go through the kidneys, then finally get in the blood. It's like, my God, how inefficient. It sounds like that you need to go to one of these clinics to get an IV. Maybe I would love to if I were rich. Maybe the reason why you're passing out in the shower is because you don't drink any fucking water, you idiot. I usually do drink a lot of water lately. I don't know why. I think I've just been I just get busy and then I just forget to like hydrate. I'm just a busy mom. I'm just a busy mom. I forget to drink. Okay. I'm just busy. Or like or if the soda streams out of bubbles, I just don't drink water. Right. The soda streams out of bubbles, I'm I'm going on a fast. I'm fasting until Justin fixes the soda stream. I can't drink unbubbly water. Right. I hate water. You just hang out around your fainting couch. So when you do faint, you don't hurt yourself. Like back in the, you know, 1800s. Oh, and now I'm doing, I'm on the teeth whitening journey. So I whiten my teeth at like 930. And then Mm -hmm. I do all my other dental stuff. And so I don't drink water after like 930. Right. So that's a good excuse. You're not drinking water. So you look better. (laughs) It's working, honey. I, I look that. amazing on mm. death's door, but I look amazing. Right, exactly. You look like you look like a corpse. You look like, you know, Gargamel, but your teeth are just brilliantly white. And that's what matters. I'll take it. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Um, what else do you want to talk about before we talk about cheese? We can do cheese. Okay. Um, it's cheese of the week. That's the trying, move. Trying to think of cheese that I had this week. Um, oh, I went to the Olive Garden for the first time in about 10 years. The breadsticks still slap. Um, that's about it. Oh, did they? Wait, wait, wait. Did they bring around the cheese grater? They do bring around the, the cheese grater, but uh, so I ordered. Here's my story. So I ordered the lasagna. The lasagna was mediocre. It was fine. But there's cheese in the lasagna and I didn't have any lactate. So I was on I was on the clock. <laughs> After you start eating that lasagna, I had to get back I to the hotel that. room to get a lactate in me before it was Mount Vesuvius. Oh, the so, hotel room. Is this your favorite? Is that your favorite thing? Yes, I was at a hotel in the no, desert. No, like that wherever you traveled? No, no. I, so 
I wish I should probably mention this. I'm mentioning this 42 minutes into the podcast. Oh we're my recording god! This, we're recording this on Thursday because I was gone. There was like uh, we had to go visit a, a dying family member, or not a family member, uh, dying friend of the family at the hospital. He's very old. Um, and so we had to drive seven hours to the middle of Washington state and visit him for a couple days. And then we drove back. So that's why I had the opportunity to help drive. So I, you know, I had nothing else going on. So I, I went with my mom and my aunt. So no, no, that was not my favorite thing, surprisingly. Um, but oh. that's why, that's why it was gone. Oh, Yeah. I didn't ask and Sam didn't tell me. He was like, can you do it on Thursday this week? I was like, sure. Yeah, Joe was like, I, he was probably pooping. I was I was not drinking water. That's for I was probably like laying a, a looking like a raisin somewhere right. in the house. Raisin in the move. sun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so okay, we went well to the that, Olive Garden okay. and I had lasagna and there was cheese on the lasagna and it almost took me out. But I saved myself. I took a lactate later and I was fine. And that's my story. Does lactate really work? Like, what's it doing? Is this so it just I just find it hard to believe that you can eat a whole bunch of cheese, take a lactate and be OK. Well, like, what so is this magic? So in your um, what lactate is, is it's an enzyme that uh, people who are lactose intolerant um, produce less of or none of anymore into their adult life. It's very common to um stock stop producing i think it's lactase dissolves lactose or lactase is the enzyme that breaks up lactose into simple sugars to help your body oh we have a science queen i i mean i don't know i i don't talk to your doctor about lactase so essentially (laughs) what it is is it's a it's a it's a pill form of a bunch of those enzymes that you take and so you have um those enzymes ready in your stomach for when you ingest um dairy products and so your body can actually digest the um, dairy properly instead of turning it into into farts and poops. Very interesting. It works for me most of the time. Oof. So I don't know. Talk to your doctor okay. about about so lactase enzymes. So your cheese of the week is the cheese on your lasagna at Olive that Garden. That almost it almost killed me at the Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can get on board with that. When you're here, your family. We went to the Olive Garden. I was either for my birthday or our anniversary, like right before COVID. Ooh. Because um, we have to like, it's, there's not one near us. So we had to get on the Metro and kind of go out a little bit to get to it one. It was an event. It was an event. It was an event. Mm-hmm. It's an event. And it was, it was actually worse than I remember Olive Ooh, Garden being. It was that's not impressive. A, it was not a nice, I mean, I think Olive Garden's in the suburbs are usually like not fancy but Mm -hmm. it's an event and this one just was very um like i think it was prego on our pastas you know which is you know not new but it was um somehow worse than usual somehow disappointing from the mediocre it's the mediocrity that you were expecting from the olive garden oh my god as an adult i've been to olive garden with my whole family and I just the one of my core memories at Olive Garden is like arguing with my parents about religion. <laughs> oh <my> yeah. God. <laughs> How yeah. old were you? Like in my 20s. What a place to pick. Yeah. You know, I wasn't picking my battles right back then. You know, <sighs> well, the, so I also have a core memory at an Olive Garden. Does everyone have a core memory at an Olive Garden? I think this might be a thing. I hope so. I'm sad I if have, they don't. So, so Olive Garden growing up, like uh, we, you know, we didn't have any Olive Gardens in the state of Montana growing up because we are a, a lawless vigilante state with no people and all cows. So when we would, you know, go visit family friends in a different state in a you know city with people and they had an Olive Garden, it was like a treat to go to the Olive Garden. And so this memory was like in like the early to like mid probably like 2005 ish. And we were all visiting a family friend and we went to the Olive Garden and we got all our we, t- we took our order or the, this our waitress took our order and then. We were waiting and we were waiting and we were waiting and we didn't get no one came back to us for like at least an <gasps> hour. It's like we were forgotten. 
and so finally it was if it, it was either like a, uh like an hour hour 15 minutes like the manager how did comes you up. wait that long i don't know but like i mean we uh, I without don't, doing I don't anything <laughs> I, we were just waiting. We were like, uh, maybe I guess our I guess they're busy today or something. And the I, epitome it, of white people. Yeah, we're just waiting, white culture, and waiting, not asking at all. Right. So I I don't know if if it if someone came to us or if like one if like my dad or someone like asked someone. But what had happened was the um the waitress who took our order went back and passed out, <gasps> and like like no one found her she like passed out in the back or something so like she was at a commission and everyone thought we were getting taken care of by her and she like they had to like take her to the hospital or something crazy oh (laughs) my god i think she ended up being fine but like of all the things to happen to your waitress like i don't know we're like she must have been having a bad day but that is a core memory to me where, like, I remember waiting. And I think the reason why this is a core memory to me is because I was adamant about going to Olive Garden. Because I was like, I am 14 years old and I we, there's a fucking Olive Garden here. And I want those goddamn breadsticks or else I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a fucking fit. And so we're at the Olive Garden and we're waiting like an hour and a half for this food. And it's all my fault. And I was like, I'm never going to Olive Garden again. Wow. Anyways, maybe any- you, maybe she saw you and passed out. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, oh God, I got it." Oh, God. okay. Mm-hmm. And then she passed out. So maybe it was my fault. Let us know if you have a core memory attached to Olive Garden in the comments below. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I, I really love Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me do tell you. I'll let me always go back. That this recent time that we were at the Olive Garden, um, you know, we we were very nice i make sure to be you know i make sure that i am very nice to the waiters and to the people waiting on us and i make sure that the people that i'm with are also very nice um because then things like this happen where you're nice enough to the waiter and they get a whole thing of breadsticks and they give it to you and they're like hey just take this home it's fine i was like okay so i have i have you can just ask for them too though you can be mean to them and then ask for the breadsticks later and they still have to give them to you oh see but i thought i'm not mean to them either i am overly polite to any sort of wait staff anywhere as you should be yes and tip very well exactly so anyways i'm i'm having olive garden breadsticks for lunch 400 miles away from the olive garden that i got them from they fuck it you just packed them and took them seven hours home yeah girl i'm not letting those yeah, olive garden breadsticks go to waste i'm not throwing them away are you kidding me i'm just yeah i'm a little i'm a little were they refrigerated well i mean i, I had to keep them warm so i i just stuck them up my ass one by one sat on them like a mama hen right i sat on them like they were my chicks and kept them warm in the seven hour car ride home and they were hot and ready like little caesar's baby those hot and ready little Caesars are not the move. I have had are, so many of those. And every time about, I get one, I'm like, this wasn't the move. Yeah, this is diarrhea. <laughs> this is diarrhea. God. Anyways, well, I'm happy about your lasagna. Do you have a cheese this week? Because I talked about Olive Garden for about 15 minutes. Yeah, mine's a Tamagotchi. So <laughs> that's fine. Uh, you're okay, you're, so you're going to hate it. So I can keep whatever. talking about Olive Garden instead. No, I'll talk now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Mine is, um, I've been playing my Tamagotchi Smart, and I had to get, so it's really hard to get the characters that are um, neglected, because it's just too easy to take care of them on the Tamagotchi Smart. They just never need you. Mm -hmm. So you have to really um, pay attention to them while they're on the verge of death to get the... uh, the low quality characters. So if y'all mm-hmm. haven't played Tamagotchi before, in some of the in some of the Tamagotchis, you have things called care mistakes, and you get a certain amount of care mistakes to get certain characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to get Karapachi, who's this cute little egg, rainbow egg, gay rights, mm-hmm. gay rights. Um, to get him, you have to have seven plus care mistakes. So I worked mm. hard. I kept him just barely alive let me tell you he was hungry he was hungry kept him barely alive for three days became an adult i got carapachi so now he's happy now i can feed him and stuff 
now that he's an adult. But um, are you Googling him or did you just check out and you're just searching other things? Oh, oh no, I'm paying my credit card. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Let me click this link. Let me click this fucking link. Um, oh, you you took a you took a picture of this cute? and put it on Twitter. Yes, I just sent Sam the link. But yes, I've been posting pictures of him on Twitter. He's cute, very cute. Um, and the newest English language Tamagotchi was announced: the Tamagotchi Party Picks, which mm. is a continuation of the Tamagotchi Picks. Um, so I've got that pre-ordered as well. It comes out June. Ooh, that's all. That's my cheese. Those are She's my cheese. In cheeses. the front of the line. Well, I mean, Gee. Tamagotchis are eggs, and eggs f- come from chickens, and chickens don't produce milk. So that is a cheese. Um, sometimes scrambled eggs look like cheese. Sometimes you put cheese in scrambled eggs. Yeah, my mm-hmm. grandma always did that. She never asked if we liked it. She just did it. You know? <laughs> that sounds and like I a didn't. grandma. <laughs> no, I did like it, but it was, you know she was getting slabs of american cheese and just putting them in the pan Mm -hmm. absolutely sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta well good cheese great Mm -hmm. cheeses um Um, now we've got some favorite things i'm ready these are a few of our favorite things you can go so which which tamagotchi is your favorite thing this week joe (laughs) no mine's a good favorite thing but it is like well, you go first. You go first. Okay. Um, mine's pretty quick. It is a TV series on Apple TV Plus. Did I watch it Not on Apple, Apple TV, TV Plus? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, you have an Apple TV Plus. I, I acquired God. this TV series by means, and I watched it all. It is Severance. Um, it is a nine-episode psychological thriller starring Adam Scott. And it is really, really good. Patricia Arquette is in it. Christopher Walken is in it. Um, it's really, really good. I really much enjoyed it. Um, a lot of it's one of those things where a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, you should watch this," and I was like, "I'm not in the mood." It's probably great. I'll watch it when I'm ready to watch something. So essentially, what it is is it is um, a psychological thriller, and it's about this these people that work at this. Um, uh, biotech company called Lumen Industries, and they have the option to have this severance procedure, which sever- separates their non-work memories from their work memories. So, like, it's so like when they go to work, right after they go to work, they come home because like they don't know anything. So everything that happens at work stays at work in their mind, and everything that isn't happening at work stays in another part of their mind. And so they're like two different people, but you're in the same body and it's like it gets really fucked up and it's it's really interesting. And the atmosphere is very interesting as well because it's like all of the technology is very like 1980s, but they also have cell phones and it's supposed to like kind of be like weird to look at and whatever. Apparently the the director was did that for some reason. Um, it's really, really good and it's like really freaky and it makes you think about stuff. Um, it's shot beautifully and just like the sort of concept of, of like the severance procedure and like having your mind split in two and not being able to like communicate with that other side of you when something goes wrong is very interesting. Um, so essentially you're making part of you like a slave and like they, they don't have like the, the memory of the, of the out of work part of you it's very interesting i'll leave the um the trailer in our description um in our show notes on our patreon patreon.com slash the show sam and joe it um i think it premiered Wait, so like why what? did they agree to it because it sounds like a really bad idea all around it sounds like so, they could just abuse you constantly at work you go home and you don't know any better so you go to work the next day yeah so the the reason behind it is that like you know, you don't you don't have to do the work like you, you know, essentially the you outside of work, like they drive to work, they go down an elevator and then they come back up the elevator and it's eight hours later and they don't remember anything that happened at work. And so they, you know, they don't have to worry about work memories and they don't have to like do the work themselves. And so they aren't like exhausted or whatever. And so essentially they're they're making another side of themselves do the work for them. 
And so to the person that is not at work, it's like they don't have a job. It's like they, you know, they have all this free time to do things that they want to do, but then they don't think about that the their work person, the the work part of them is working all of the time and they're essentially slaves at work and they can never go home. But they don't care about that. Oh my that. god. It's very interesting and it makes you think about a lot of stuff. Patricia Arquette is amazing in it. I love Patricia Arquette a lot. And then Adam Scott is amazing as well, along with the other co-stars, but I didn't know them. So um, except for Christopher Walken, who was good. Sad. Sounds like a bunch of flops. Yep. Sounds like a bunch of flops that I don't know about. And so they're irrelevant. <laughs> um, it's nine episodes. Yeah. I think they're about 45 minutes each. Um, and a lot of people who were talking to me about the, about the show told me that it was like super heavy and they couldn't like watch it all at once because it made them think too hard. Girl, I blasted through the entire season in one day. Like, come on. Well, you never some think balls. hard. You're That's like, true. I, I, don't I know think if about that the capacity. Of, Right. I think about everything at a surface level. And so, you know, you could show me, you know, war footage and I would probably enjoy it. So you're like going into a job. What's that? Right. I was like, I don't know what that is. Hmm? <laughs> um, Whereas we are constantly intertwined with our work and our home life. Right. At the it's, same it's time. Never ending. It never um, ends. So if you want to watch it, it's called Severance. It has one season. It got renewed for a second. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, nine episodes and uh, super good. I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. So, if you're into psychological thrillers and like dystopian sci-fi sort of stuff, um, I would absolutely recommend it. It was it was a good watch, in my opinion. What about you? It it keeps popping up on our Google TV, mm. like our, but we don't have Apple Plus or whatever. Right, right. right. Um, so mine is what yours was last week. We did go to the <gasps> theaters and we saw everything everywhere all at once. Okay, so um, tell me your thoughts. I loved it. It was just, it was very good. I had no idea that, what's her name, Jenny Slate? Yeah, Jenny Slate's a, in it. Played a minor role in it. And yeah, she wasn't she in it much, but her, but her part was so funny. She's so mm-hmm. funny. Um, Michelle Yeoh was great. Yeah, it was, so... I love the movie. It's probably one of my, like, I would rewatch it. And that says everything mm-hmm. about a movie because I don't rewatch movies. Right. Um, yeah, it hit. I feel like it's very our generation. Mm-hmm. Like I was reading this article um, afterward. I basically so we, we walked to the movie theater. It's, it wasn't far. Um, and so basically the whole way home, I was just like having an existential crisis. I feel like that um, did that to a lot of people who watched this movie. They got them thinking a little yeah. too hard. And then uh, I was reading an article that was like, this movie fits into this millennial fantasy of having our parents apologize to us. But yeah. this one was different because it's from the parents' point of view. Like there's been a right. lot of um, uh, millennial focused where parents it's from apologize the children's to point us, of view. But this was like, yeah, this was the opposite. Um and I was like, oh, yeah, that is the fantasy, isn't it? That mm-hmm. isn't <laughs> we all that. have that. We all have that <laughs> fantasy. But no, it was it was really good. The special effects were amazing. The mm-hmm. I'm glad I went in. the The trailer really does not spoil it for you at all. I was no, very it surprised by like some like who the quote enemy you know sort of situation is. Mm-hmm. Um. Because it's not revealed in the trailer. You just don't. Yeah. You don't see that. And I didn't realize. So Justin was like, that's the guy from the Goonies. Yeah. I didn't realize that Goonies. either. It's the guy from the Goonies and the. um Oh, he played Indiana Jones is like little kid. Oh, partner. yeah. He said Dr. Jones all the time. And then like hasn't done a whole lot. Right. Like um, got out of the the um film industry acting for a long time because Asian actors weren't getting a lot of roles. And so he kind of went behind the camera and then apparently he, you know, got back into acting after seeing, um, God, what movie it was crazy rich Asians. Like that inspired him to get back into acting. And then he got this role as uh, Michelle Yeoh's husband in this movie. There you and go. And he's amazing in it. And he everyone's is really like, good in it. Yeah, everyone's so good in this movie. Jamie Lee fucking Curtis is amazing in this movie. 
She is pretty spectacular. Um, I will. I don't want to do any spoilers because if you right. are going to watch it, definitely just go into it. Like right. Even not knowing what it's about, I feel like you can still go into it and really like it, even if you don't see the trailer. But yeah, my dad knew nothing about good. it when I took him, and he really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was just the right amount of comedy with drama, with action sequences, with like genuine emotional mm-hmm. turmoil to like Agreed. really suck you in. So I loved it. I hope there's. I hope it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's going to turn into like a franchise. It's a one-off, and I hope they stick to that because I don't. I don't want. You know, it's a good story to right as it as is. much. As fun as it would be to, like, you know, have a universe like that, like, sometimes, you know, you just need to have it be, like, a one-off and and just enjoy it for what it is. And I kind of think it's perfect yeah. for exactly how it is. Um, did you did you think that the title fe- fe- was uh, descriptive of how it was? Everything, everywhere, all at once? I think it fit it really well. Um, and then, okay, so they had the song Story of a Girl? Yes, I think so. And they, I didn't, like, I kept hearing it throughout the movie, but I didn't realize it was different versions of it throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. All done by, like, so that, I don't know, I guess that band's like a one-hit wonder or something. I couldn't even tell you who sings it. I don't um, know either. But all of us who grew up back then know that song. It is mm-hmm. embedded in your mind. But apparently the guy, like, did all of these covers, especially for the movie, um, for different so situations. Cool. And yeah, there was just all sorts of little tidbits. I definitely feel like I could rewatch it like several times and see something every time. Yeah, that's how I felt. It's like I the, I watched it once and I, I saw it at a very surface level and I would definitely love to watch it again and like think about it deeper and like catch things that I didn't catch before. It's on my list of things to do is to go back and watch it. Yeah, I'm the next time I watch it, probably not in theaters. I'm not a big theater goer, but mm-hmm. I'm. Like, I almost wanted it to come, like, I almost didn't go. It's like, I just want it to come to streaming. So right. when it comes to streaming, I'll be watching it again. Yeah, that's probably how I'm going to do it is once it comes out on streaming, I'll definitely get it and watch it again at home. Yeah. Yeah, that says a lot for you for wanting to rewatch a movie. Like, that. that's a seal of approval as far as I'm concerned. I know. When it comes to you. I, could, I could see it being, like, just one of my faves. You know, maybe not up there with Amelie. I mean, we aren't expecting that. We're not expecting anything (laughs) to pass that. Oh, my God. They have that movie preview, though, that has Amelie in it. What? Yes, it's like, I don't remember if it's for, like, a movie pass or something, or if it's, like, one of those we come to the movies, Nicole Kidman bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They show a scene from Amelie in it, and every time I'm like, That's me. That's me on the screen. That's me. That's my (laughs) life up there. God. God. Well, I'm so glad you enjoyed anyway. it. Yep. Very good. It was one of the three movies I've seen during the pandemic. So I've mm-hmm. seen this. I've seen the Jujutsu Kaisen, however mm-hmm. it's called. And then um, Dune. Oh, yeah. Dune. I still haven't Dune. watched Dune. Eh. Eh. I it was a good a movie. Sand. And it was probably my favorite thing when I saw it. But mm-hmm. maybe not a lot of good things happened to me that week. You know. Well, I, apparently they're doing a Dune 2 and Lawrence Pugh oh, is well, going to yeah. it. Well, I think that was always the plan because they basically split up the book into two parts. That's right. That's right. It's based you don't, off the You don't the even see like the main, you don't see the main bad guy in the first one at all even. Mm. And like, yeah. Interesting. Well, good favorite yeah. things. Look at us. Good favorite things. Things to watch. Things to do. Something to think about. Lots of things to think about. You know, Tamagotchis, Olive Garden, psychological thrillers. You know. There you go. Why not? Um, You have any last words? Before you kill me? Uh, um, no. Honestly, I think I've said enough. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank you everyone for listening. We appreciate it so much. We will be back next week with a regular episode. And also, we've got a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons this weekend. And I've got some riveting extra stories for it. Ooh, Joe is teasing the after show. Oh, you better get subscribed so you can listen to it. That's the move. Okay, well, we gotta go. Yep. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Amy T. Andrew. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ashley E. Basima B. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Emily H. Helena B. Jared E. Javier. Jess L. Johnny B. Jordan W. Julian S. Keith G. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Marianne J. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez B. Naomi D. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rose G. Sam. Scott A. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. William W. And Xavier D. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!